0: The following is a presentation of Team Bonding, providing more than 100 live, virtual, or hybrid corporate team-building activities for companies around the world. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your
1: event now. Hello there, team. My name is Rich Renansland, and welcome to Team Building Around the World, the podcast where I speak to people from the team-bonding, team-building industry from all over the globe. Today I have with me a very special guest, a dear friend of mine, the man who actually helped me get started in the industry, Mr. Paul Giroux. He has been a facilitating lead for so many years and has just a wealth of of experience and success behind him. But before we get to Paul, let me take a moment to give some love to my supporters. This show is supported by the Catalyst Team Building Network. Find out more about the world's largest network of team building providers at CatalystGlobal.com. We also want to thank our friends at b one g one which can make your business a real force for good. Visit B1G1.com to get started. All right, my friends, Uh, please welcome my guest. He's an old friend of mine. He's actually somebody who got me involved in this business to begin with. Mr. Paul Giroux, ladies and gentlemen, say hello. That's actually the people I keep under my desk. They're just very sweet. Yeah, there's a lot of them, though so uh, paul tell everybody about yourself
0: uh so good morning guys uh i'm paul (laughs) uh i like to say i'm the uh the type a crazy fun high energy team building person you know as a host you know i just like to uh, have fun i have uh four kids part uh dad husband and uh hard worker those are the Three
1: pillars i got that's it that sounds exhausting <laughs> i'm sure everybody <laughs> agrees um life is busy yeah very much so so but but that means of course you you know all about teamwork not only uh in a corporate sense but of course with your own family and everything i would assume
0: yeah yeah they uh sometimes they tell me to turn it off when i'm home <laughs> front, <yeah. laughs>
1: that's fantastic we'll, we'll get to that a little bit i do want to go more for the business side right now so you work for a company called team bonding out of stoughton mass can you tell us a little bit about them
0: yeah so um team bonding is uh, obviously a, a team building company that delivers across the world. Um, you know, we do a ton in the U S but we've now branched out and um, now we're working with with partners around the world. So I think that's uh, interesting and new and certainly given us, um, you know, a lot of different ways to look at what we do every day. And um, you know, I always say that for me, you know, what is team bonding? Where are we in the, in the team building world. And I feel like we bring a different style of team building. So, you know, David, our founder, he, he came up with experience, the power of play was an, an initial phrase that we use. Now sure. we have where work meets play. Mm-hmm. But I truly feel like, you know, for us, what we try to do is bring experience. So yes, you know, oh, we can do a team building event, but we want the one where it's highly energetic and people talk about it for days after and it's because they had an experience, not just, oh, we, we built the bike, but if we saw a different side of our coworkers or, you know, we were laughing about it three days later because we saw a different side of a coworker, somebody who's extremely quiet suddenly couldn't get off riding the bike or You know, somebody made that funny answer. Who's the quietest person in the office? But suddenly, put them in a game show scenario, and now they're on on camera. So, I really truly believe, for me, what does team bonding do the best is that we engage the participants and we encourage slash push them kind of a little bit outside their comfort zone so that, you know, they don't just do it, they feel it. And then that's what leads to the days after and seeing you at the water cooler or seeing you in the parking lot and being like, oh my God, you know, you were on my team, we won. Or, you know, <laughs> I still remember the kids coming in or whatever it is. So That's awesome. you know, Maybe it's a cheesy answer, but- <laughs> No, 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 it's you know, good. That's it's- what we, yeah. Uh, I think that's truly what separates us. Either.
1: Well, I'm going to focus more on the, of course you talk about the power of play and building teamwork through play, explain play. I mean, what, what exactly, what would be the difference in what we do because it seems to be focusing more on that play side. So what is the difference between what team bonding does and what you think anybody else might do?
0: Yeah, well, I I mean, I've always used uh, the term preachy-teachy that I feel like team bonding is not the preachy-teachy team building. I guess if I was going to put it in a scenario, uh, let's say if... if, If you're in a classroom with the teacher Mm -hmm. and you had that strict teacher who's preachy teachy and this is what you're going to do and this is why you're going to do it and read my chalkboard. Sure. I feel like what team bonding is going to do is bring you out to the playground and we're going to be that teacher that does it in the playground or we're doing it in the woods or we're taking a hike or where we're going to bring you to the experience. We're going to make it different out of the ordinary. We're going to get you to learn by doing and learn by having fun and we're the cool teachers.
1: Cool. Um, now, what what are some of the examples? Give us some examples of what it is that you like to do. Like, what's your favorite event to lead?
0: Uh, everyone asks me that, but uh, I
1: think <laughs> all right, top three then. Um, you
0: know, I think. You have to, for me, I separate them between a few ways. Uh, Obviously, any CSR program where you're doing good for others, whether that's, you know, building bikes or, Mm. you know, red wagons and teddy bears or, you know, any any program where you're doing something for others is naturally going to be like, how can you not feel good about, wow, we're helping others, you know? Um, but then I also get to host a lot of our game shows. I get to write our game shows. So that's another side where it's pretty cool to host family feud, or it's pretty cool to host a jeopardy or, you know, so I feel like, um, it's kind of like my kids. I can't really say I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that we're lucky being that. I found something that I, I get paid to go out and, and have fun with people and bring people. And, you know, I can do it with eight people in a room and be this crazy psychotic, you know. Um, energetic person, or I've done it with 1,200 people or 1,500 yep. people. And each one is the same, and it's yeah. we're just going to bring to that program. The delivery is going to be, you know, that passion that you know we love what we do. It's it's you know, passion's a big word for me because I feel like you have to be you know passionate with how you deliver. You have to be right. energetic. You have to you know bring your personality to it. And then you know the program has the skeleton, and then we're kind of bringing the the guts and the and the uh, you know I guess the skin or
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I get I I, I want to go back just a little bit if I can. Um, you mentioned CSR. What is that? Uh,
0: CSR is corporate social responsibility. So that's you know if a company is not only wanting to team build but they want to do something for their community. So. You know whether that's you know donating you know uh teams would build bikes and then donate them to you know the boys and girls club or it could be during the holiday season we have a uh, toys for tykes where we're able to put nice baskets for presents and things like that and very nice i know we have um, shoes that we donate to some other uh countries and things like that so a lot of fun stuff
1: what actually made you decide that this is what you wanted to focus your career on because you, like, as I know, I've known you for years. You're, you are a very fun, very energetic man. You, you pretty much could have gone in multiple directions. I'm sure you I mean you could have gone into sales. You could have gone, I mean, I'm sure you're the kind of person who can actually, you know, as they say, sell ice cubes in Alaska. <laughs> what is it that made you decide team bonding was the way you want to go? I think it's just
0: where I felt natural. And, uh, you know, obviously I, I knew I was good at it. And um, it challenges me. I mean, as, as much as I say, like, I get paid to have fun and every event is unique and different, Mm -hmm. you know, I can lead the same event three days in a row Mm -hmm. with three different sets of people. And each
1: one's going to be different. How I deliver it is going to be different. Because the people who are involved make up half the event for you, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I also think the number, I mean, I always, it's crazy to say that I enjoy 10 to 20 people sometimes because Mm -hmm. it's such a different delivery where uh, I get to be in it and really part of every single person. Nice. If I do a 1200 person event, I'm really just kind of the host, the overseer. Mm-hmm. I don't get to be with really that direct time with each participant. So it's funny, you know, sometimes you can do a small event, a big event, a medium event. You know, it challenges you and I certainly I feel like each day I'm going to give my best, you know. And I and I love it. I mean, everybody has a bad day at work, but they're very few and far between for me, and choose not on the delivery side.
1: So- how do you get yourself past that? Let's say that um, I'm a new person just coming on, working for you, working with you, working for the company, and I'm having an awful day. You know, I got into a car accident on the way into uh, uh, working with a client, what have you. Um, even now, just because the world has changed so much, how would you recommend, or how is it that you go from that horrible day to... Being Mr. Positivity, trying to get that, trying to get your crowd to enjoy themselves. I
0: think it's just it. I mean, for me, it's natural; it just
1: happens. Well, that's I, that's not exactly helpful to everybody else out I know, there, yeah But it's <laughs> the funny
0: thing is that, and and this is true, is that if you talk to me outside of a team building event, mm-hmm. I'm a totally different person. People have met me, and my wife will be like. It'd be like your your husband talks in front of people for a living like he doesn't look like he talks to anybody <laughs> and it's true you know uh i do have that like uh david the owner calls me underdog because i am two different people nice. um because you just when it's time to work it's time to work but i i do think everybody has things going on in life and even right now Virtually I've had to change my delivery style and you know me, you've been in rooms with me mm-hmm. I very much feed off of the energy of the crowd and I feed off of, you know, making one-on-ones try to happen. And I I'm so used to that knowing how someone's feeling cause I'm there right now in this virtual world, I'm trying to do it through a camera. And how many people I can see on a screen. Yeah. So even for me, I'm learning every day different ways. You know, is it changing my posture? Is it changing my voice inflection? Is it, you know, moving just a half a second on the screen? Like all these little things mm-hmm. that, you know, I always say there's a lot of people talking in my head at the same time as I'm talking. And those little <laughs> voices are always saying, Paul, oh, move just a little bit. You know, look a little closer into the camera, or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, we just go with it. To do what we do, a lot of it is feel and knowing clients and then, you know, making it work. You know, sure. it's, it's constantly, you know, like a chef that, that makes a soup a little bit different each time or based on the ingredients they have available. I truly feel like that's that's what we do. Like we take the ingredients we
1: have that day and now we make
0: a fresh soup today. Nice. Like what is it going to be?
1: Nice. Thanks, Paul. Now, let me take a second and pay homage to one of the voices in my head. I want to take a break just to tell everybody about Catalyst Team Building Network, an association of team building providers. With representatives in over 90 countries speaking more than 20 languages, the Catalyst Network is widely regarded as the voice for the team building industry. Network members share resources, best practices, and business opportunities. Catalyst partners are learning from each other and pushing the boundaries of what is possible in team building. Catalyst Network members also share a common goal of creating highly relevant, socially responsible, good value experiences for their clients. For more information, please visit CatalystGlobal.com. The Catalyst Team Building Network, the world's largest network of team building providers. So let's talk about your favorite soup for a while. You've, I mean, you've been doing this how many years now?
0: We've been doing the math. It's 16 or 17 years.
1: Very so. nice. i worked with you. I think the earliest I was calculating, I worked with you in like 2009. It was like the first time you and I did a bike build together. Yeah. And I still remember that first thing you said to me when you got there and you were like, oh, you're rich. Okay, here's all you need to know. Have fun. <laughs> And so what I said. it is. So tell me, what's the? Can you give us an example? What's the most fun thing that ever happened to you that you ever did at, as an event? Do you remember any specific example? Uh, most examples? fun event I ever had. Yeah. Whether it was yeah. just because it was an alarming success or a terrible tragedy, either. Yeah, I, I mean, I
0: it would With, probably.
1: Let's know. First off, let me just say to all my team out there, uh, we're not going to go into specifics. I don't need you naming anybody, like a client, or embarrassing anybody <laughs> publicly. Not. So just, just a, a broad example.
0: To me, you know, I I would have to say it would probably be under one of my game shows because, you know, I've had game shows where I truly left with a stomach that hurt from laughing so hard. Nice. Um, Answers that people give or, you know, interactions with a particular person that made the show funny or carried a theme. Um, I'll just say it would have to be one of my shows where I just left with my stomach hurting. From laughing with the participants that much—that's
1: awesome. Now let's
0: flip. Now I'll give you one quick. Really though, my my most memorable though was um, was a CSR. Was a we donated uh, red wagons to a charity down in Florida, just outside of Disney, and I think it was called Give Kids the World. And I'm listening to the woman speak, and I'm just in tears, like complete tears. So, and I have to go up and thank her again after.
1: You mean the woman but from just hearing the woman from the charity. You know, the charity and what they do. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she went up, we were donating. Um, and I knew who the charity was. I was prepped ahead of time, but just hearing her speak was moving. Yeah. And uh, you know, I won't say it was the most fun, but man, was it, the most rewarding, like that's one that I'll never forget. And I went home, I donated that day. I just, I lost it. You know, I have four kids and sure. you know they basically take on kids that are that are sick and they give them a week free at Disney and take care of everything. And they-
1: What's they, the name of that charity again? Give Kids the
0: World. Nice. And, they, and every week they do a Christmas day, a Halloween day. And this is what got me. They redo the holidays- because they assume that the kids aren't going to get to that next holiday. Oh, wow. So imagine trick-or-treating with your kid in July, yeah. you know, because that's, you're just assuming that's not coming or whatever. So I just, that one sticks out as a, it was a wow moment. I'm glad we donate to them And anytime I'm in Florida. I'm like, can we get them, whatever we're doing, can we give it to Give Kids World? <laughs> so,
1: there you go. That's fantastic. Yeah, that is, that is an amazing, amazing charity. Um, I normally do the, uh, as as you know, um, a lot of the bike build here in the Boston area where we have the clients, they're building, literally building bikes for needy families and needy kids. And I've got to say my, my absolute favorite moments of all of those are when the kids can actually be there at the end of the event to go in and grab those bikes. Just looking at the faces of the, of the clients as who, especially those who didn't realize that there were going to be a group of kids coming to collect these bikes. To right. actually be able to see what their work is done. That's, that's a special moment. Absolutely. And with moments like that in mind, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about B1G1, which can make your business a real force for good. When you're part of B1G1, you bring new purpose, meaning, and relevance to your business by making giving a core of what you do. Unlike conventional giving models, B1G1 helps small and medium-sized businesses achieve more social impact by embedding giving activities in their everyday business operations to create unique giving stories. Every business transaction can impact lives from just as little as one cent. So please visit B1G1.com to get started. B1G1 Business for Good. Okay, let, let's go uh, a little bit on the corporate side if we can. With your years of experience, I just want to let us say that I am uh, a CFO or I'm a manager, um, and I'm thinking that maybe I need some teamwork, some team building going on from with my with my crew. How would I know? What What is it you think I should look for that would tell me we could use a little bit more bonding, we could use a little bit more work? I mean, I think
0: there's every, I mean, the, the simple answer is every team needs some form of team building then the question becomes what's best for our team. You know, if, if you're in, if you're finding that you're having, you know, conflict or if we're just looking for a happy hour style or a get together, um, you know, some programs are geared towards just networking and getting to know each other better. Some, you know, some programs are just getting out of the office. You know, maybe it's, you know, (laughs) let's take an accounting firm right after tax season. Mm -hmm. You know, that program is just like get away from anything to do with numbers and office and just give us a celebratory time sure um, you know, and then you know there's programs where if if you're you know you're not sure how your team comes together you know then we have programs that would certainly do a Belbin, for example which is you know real in-depth look at your team and and your roles on the team and things like that so i, I think you know every team could benefit from it Um, getting to know each other better, just, you know, seeing different sides of each other, just getting out of the office, you know, all those things are important. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any, you know, just like even any professional sports team, they're doing it. You know, I tell a lot of stories, so I'll probably share another story, but I look at the (laughs) Patriots, for example, because they're my number one team, but you know, Bill does team building with them every summer and it could be something as silly as, they walk out to practice and instead of finding, you know, going out to practice, there's a bus, taking them to a movie or to a bowling alley or, you know, to go hear a speaker or whatever, but like every team, no matter how strong you are, needs something, you know, and then it's just choosing the program
1: that's fit for your team. You, you mentioned a Belbin. What is a Belbin? Yeah. So we have our
0: team DNA program uh, and our team DNA program is, is, uh, you know, basically designed to look at your team individually and then how do those individual pieces come together? So, um, Belbin has, uh, nine, uh, behaviors that they say are in the workplace and each individual from your group would, uh, fill out a profile. And, uh, then other coworkers would also, uh, fill out a profile for their coworker. So it's kind of a 360, you know, 360 degree look. Hmm. So it not only, you know, uh, let's just say, for example, rich, you did your profile on yourself. So now that's how you view yourself in the workplace. But then you had four other coworkers now do a profile on you and how they see you in the workplace. Wow. Then you take all that data, put it together into a report and say, you know, based upon your feeling and your coworkers feeling, here's where your here's your zone in the workplace. This is kind of where these are your behaviors. These are your strongest. This is kind of your middle area. And this is where you're, you know, um, not, it's not even that it would, I would definitely say it's not like, uh, oh, my God, Rich, you don't have all nine. It's where are you most comfortable? So okay. what are your two or three most, pro- you know, comfortables? Know that. And then there's different ways that uh, it kind of balances out. So if you have too many of one behavior, mm-hmm. then there's a uh, imbalance in the team. So, so things like that, we look at those and uh, can really help with your team.
1: So it's more about finding about where your strengths lie in a team, as opposed to finding out where you're lacking, but making sure absolutely making it's, sure that yeah. your team is well enough scattered. With and, and I don't
0: even say I don't even call them strengths. It's just where you're comfortable. Nice. You know, are you a more you know direct you know are you a direct person? Are you more of a friendly person? Uh, one of the behaviors is a completer finisher, somebody who gets everything done, you know, dots all the I's, crosses all the T's. In my family, it's funny, like, I'm not a completer finisher, yet my <laughs> wife will stay up 24 hours if something's not done. So, we balance each other out, because I'll just, I'm on to the next project, like, okay, babe, <laughs> if you, can, you can finish what we got, and then we balance each other out, so...
1: That's very worse. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. Um let's let's talk a bit more about your your personal life. I and mean, you've got four kids, you've got a lovely wife who who I I haven't met face to face, but I have certainly heard you talk heard to a lot on about. <laughs> the phone. Yes. Yeah. She seems lovely. Uh, that that's not sarcastic by the way. She actually does seem like a lovely person. I don't want to get too confused <laughs> yeah. there. Um, but let's talk about like teamwork in your own life, especially if you are like everybody else, uh, which you are right now. Um, where you've just, you're, you've been stuck in a house for months now with very little opportunity to go out, to go around. Your kids aren't being able to spend time with their friends. Um, what do you do? I mean, how would you help a family that, that are just on that hair's breadth of, of wanting to strangle one another, uh, which, by the way, don't?
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we have, um, you know, a lot of Zoom Calls where we play a lot of my game shows. So we, we you know, it's kind of when you have the game show dad, <laughs> right. it's pretty easy to get on and we've we've done Family Feud, we've done Jeopardy, we've done quiz shows, you know, we've done Scatagory. I mean, we, we host a lot of stuff, you know, with our other, you know, families. Cool. Um, I have older kids, so we have a 28-year-old, the 26-year-old. My daughter's home from college. You know, she's going to be 21 coming up mid-June and then our youngest has just turned uh, 15 in mm-hmm. quarantine. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's been crazy, but, you know, we we do like to have fun together. We certainly play a lot of games together. You know, we've played a lot of Monopoly. It's um, <laughs> <which laughs> probably my least favorite board game, but it's my youngest's favorite.
1: For as fantastic but, as that uh, game sells, it is amazing how many people claim to hate that game it's just the
0: length if they could just shorten the right? game a little bit maybe right. i'd have a little more fun
1: uh but no
0: i think uh you know i played clue the other day for the first time in a long time so was, Wow! but um you know just balancing it it's funny being on the road a lot traveling for team bonding right prior to this you know being gone every week sure now i'm you know in my basement got my setup going here hosting a lot of shows online mm-hmm. you know i say i'm, I'm home at night and my wife kind of jokes, she's like, you're working as much as if you're flying and gone. She's like, I still only see you sort of the same amount of hours. So <laughs> I, I guess on the teamwork side, I still give her the A that she, she carries the role a lot more than I did.
1: Very nice. Very, is that is that better for you or worse? I mean, I'm finding a lot of people who are now working at home. For, there, there were surveys that were saying the people who are now working at home are actually working harder or longer hours than they did when they yeah. were actually going to an office. Uh, what do you think accounts for that?
0: It's true. I always said, I really know I work hard, mm. but I feel like I'm working harder right now. Right. I definitely feel like I'm working harder, yeah. but I, um, I still claim the title of fun time daddy. That's what my wife calls me. <laughs> so, <laughs> when when I'm home, it's fun time daddy. And uh,
1: that's, that's how it goes in between. I could I could take that in a lot of directions, but we're not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> instead, I'm going to cleverly shift to another question. Let us say, um, especially you know, unemployment is horrible right now, as everybody knows. Um, hopefully, as things are slowly opening up, people are going to be able to come back, start working again. Let's say that somebody was looking for a change, uh, or you've got somebody who's new to the workforce. For somebody with the experience that you have, what would you say are the kind of things you would look for in a new employee? Somebody who's gonna come in and not even possible lead facilitate as so much as assist to begin. What are you looking for? I think
0: yeah, I think it starts with passion and, and wanting to to do what we do. Um, you know, caring about working with people, bringing an experience to them. I don't think the number one most important thing is being able, to, you know, to, to, to be funny or I don't think you have to be, you know, able to stand up in front of a room in front of 200 people. I mean, it starts with basic one-on-one interactions uh, with, with our assistants. I tell them, you're, you're giving much more than I can. I'm up there directing and leading a group. Right but you're that one-to-one interaction. You need to give them the smile. You need to give them those small moments Mm. where, you know, they're running up to you with a trivia question and it's the fourth time they've brought it to you. (laughs) Like when you can trigger that with just like, Hey, it's okay. You, you know, you're, you're so close or, you know, they bring you the same multiple choice question with the wrong answer the third time. Right instead right. of being like, Oh, that's wrong. You'll be like, Oh my God, you did it. You've you got it right. Thank you. Congratulations. Like it's those little moments, you know, when someone's riding on the bike in there, 16.2 seconds, it's like, you know, how you say it, it's not, Oh, 16.2. It's, Oh my God, it's 16.2. Like those little things that change it from them, you know, nice. even if it's the worst time on the clock, you need to make it like, oh, my God, 16.2. That's amazing. You only hit three cones. Great job. <laughs> so I think it's all about, you know, those, you know, that, that part of it. Uh, you know, there's hard work to part of what we do, you know. Um, I always like to say my, my wife thinks I only work 90 minutes a day. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I get and, that too. Uh,
0: you know, the rest of it, I'm just kind of, you know, making things happen. But, you know, I do think there's, you know, there's setup, up, there's takedown, there's cleaning up the room. I'm a huge stickler for, you know, making sure that those that work with me, that we treat the venue a certain way, that we leave things the way they, we found them. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there are parts of the job that I, I think are important for the most part. I think, and you can say, I think <laughs> our our coworkers tend yeah. to have as much fun as the participants, because that's yeah. how I think I like to lead. And that's how I, our other leads we really
1: do like to have fun. <laughs> absolutely, yes. No, I, I, I quite agree. Um, I've, I have always said, if we're not having fun, then they're going to think they shouldn't be having fun too. Yeah. So if, if we can't show them how this is an enjoyment more than anything else, then, then why are we there doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, you're, you're at an event because we talked about like the, we were talking about the bike build there when we're talking about, um, you know, to 16 seconds riding through cones. Um, we've got a lot of silliness that happens at these events, to be honest, uh, and they're built into it. Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us what are some of the silliest things that ever happened to you? Again, not naming names, but what are some of the silliest things you can remember ever happening at an event?
0: We used to do a program
1: uh, called Corporate Idol, which was uh, basically when American Idol was big.
0: Yep. We would put out costumes and we would put out all kinds of props and the teams would have to rewrite the lyrics to a song to represent their company. They would choose their props that they thought were going to go best and they would, you know, work on their album cover and things like that. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll just, I'll never forget a a CEO of a company um, who everyone thought was just a square, just Never, never expected what was about to happen, and he just kind of came over to me, and, and he was like, "Is there any way you can get us some some face paint?" You know, <laughs> I, he, <laughs> he's like, and I'm like, "For you, yep, I'll send someone out. You'll have face paint. Nice." And you know, I sent an assistant out. He went and left the room, did the whole you know kiss makeup. <laughs> And the person that every person when he came out, it was like as if the real kiss came out and the room was just like, I can't believe him. And he did it. He knew the reaction he was going to get. And it's what he wanted. It's what I was like. Now I'm in a dream. I'm like, of course, this is what I want for my event. And
1: uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty amazing. That sounds cool. That sounds absolutely. amazing. That was,
0: you know, exactly what you're hoping for to happen.
1: OK, Um Give me your give me your top three pop, most popular events, and then your top three most favorite. Go.
0: My most popular events yeah. that we deliver, yeah. I'd say probably uh, in it to win it, bike build, and surveys.
1: What's in it to win it?
0: In it to win it is a uh, uh, it's it's from minute to win it, but it's a very I always say it's the most high energy team building program we have. It's just complete chaos. It's loud. You never want to be the meeting next to us because people are cheering. <laughs> We have music, we have, you know, thunderous applause and people cheering. And I know they're not supposed to do it, but people end up dancing on tables and it's it a little crazy <laughs> and I have to tell them not to do that anymore. But, um, you know, it's it's an entire event that is geared and designed to encourage and to encourage, you know, thinking outside the box. It's highly competitive. It's, you know, throwing Frisbees, hitting golf balls, you know, blowing up balloons, trying to catch pencils off the back of your hand. So there's 10 different crazy events. Your team is trying to learn them and play them. Right. And then part of the team is working on one event, while part of the team's working on another event and you're trying to train. And then we have these rule changes that we bring in where you can think outside the box and come up with a better way to be, you know, full. Um, and then we add all that together with then competing against every other team. So awesome. uh, to me, I, I just say it's the, it's literally the craziest event. It's insane. And I love it. I have one client <laughs> that has been doing it monthly for over three years. We do really? it every month for them. That's and, amazing. Uh, still going strong. <laughs> love that. And every time they're like, Paul, can we do 300? Yeah, we can do it. Paul, we <laughs> have a big number. Can we do 500? Yep, yeah, we can do it. Nice. Last year in August, they said, Paul, I'm going to ask you this. Can we do 800? And I'm like, yep, we can do 800. And we did it, and they loved it. Very uh, cool. That one's one's in my heart right
1: there. Nice. Very nice. As close to a favorite
0: kid as I have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay, well, um, speaking of which, uh, as I told you before we came on, um, we have a brand-new segment on the show because it's a brand-new show and everything's brand-new. But we're going to be doing a segment. We're going to be doing a speed round where I'm just going to ask you as many questions as I can in 30 seconds. And you're going to try to answer them as honestly as you can. Now, this is the kind of thing where if we did this at an event, it would drive people absolutely crazy that they have to try to do this. So this is kind of a a future revenge just for them onto you. All right. All right. You got it. Okay. So as soon as the music starts, I'm going to start asking the questions. Okay. Tell me the three best things you like about you. My
0: passion, my energy, and my personality.
1: What historical figure would you most like to be? George Washington. How many kids do you have? Four. Which one's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. <laughs> okay, favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, uh, blueberry pie. Nice. Um, would you rather live for a week in the past or the future? Oh, we are out of time. Live oh, future. you would rather live in the future. Very, very <laughs> cool thank you so much once again ladies and gentlemen please give a big round of applause for Mr Paul Giro with team bonding um how can everybody find you Paul where 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 should we send them if they're looking um I would say teambonding.com <laughs> fantastic
0: yeah. yeah that's the best place to find me
1: All right. Thanks again, Paul. Thanks for coming out to us. And hey, thank you, team. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Team Building Around the World. If you like this show, please share it with a friend or a colleague. We'd be grateful if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your favorite podcasts and leave us a favorable review. Or if you didn't like the show, you can shut up about it. Everything would be fine. You can find all the other episodes of this show on teambonding.com. And until then, my friends... This has been Rich Rennensland. you've been listening to Team Building Around the World. And please remember, if you're within the sound of my voice, you're now on my team, and I'm on yours. Thank you as always, everyone, and see you all next time.